Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. everybody welcome to today's episode where we are where I'm sharing with you some of my best tips hey um, Ashley best tips for decluttering before you move so if you know anything about our story you know that my family and I know a thing or two about moving moving quickly and moving efficiently and moving efficiently means not bringing a whole bunch of crap with you, pointless clutter. Okay, that's literally how this entire motherhood simplified community and platform was built because my husband and I decided that we were done living in Alaska. We wanted to pursue something bigger, something better. And in about five weeks, we decided to move from the only home we had ever known in Alaska to Florida. <laughs> uh, Caitlin says the best tip for us was getting a dumpster. Yes, we're going to talk about that and why it actually might be necessary for you. Um, but that's what we did. We moved from Alaska to Florida. We literally got rid of everything that did not fit into one of our suitcases. Everybody got one suitcase. So my husband brought his down. Then when I came down four weeks later with the kids, I had my suitcase that had my clothes and like my personal stuff. Honestly, guys, all I brought was like essential oils, clothes and bathroom stuff like my hair dryer and my hair straightener, my makeup. That's all I brought. Then we had one suitcase of toys for the kids. And then my two and four-year-old at the time shared a suitcase of clothes, right? That's all we brought. So when I tell you, you can declutter a lot before you move. I, I know because I've done it. Now that's not to say that you should or need to do it how we did because that's crazy, but I have a really unique perspective that's going to help you really let go of a lot of your stuff so that you're not bringing a bunch of clutter and junk and stress and low vibe stuff into your brand new home and space. Hey, Aaron. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Now, Aaron is here too. She made a comment in the group real quick. She's not moving, but they are wanting to redo the carpet in their house. I believe that's what you had said. You were like redoing the carpet. This applies to your house that you're in now. If you are going to renovate something or, you know, completely switch things up, these same tips that I'm going to give you will apply and make that process easier and more enjoyable for you. Because when you are doing something like that, like Aaron says, like completely redoing the carpet you're not doing it just because you're like, I guess I should redo the carpet, right? You know, you're doing it likely because you want to improve your space. You want to bring it to life. You want to give it some new energy and you might as well treat it like you're moving and get rid of all that stuff that's not serving you. Okay. So first tip for decluttering when you move is to declutter before you move. All right. Do the bulk of your decluttering before you take it into the new space. For very practical reasons, okay? It's a complete waste of your time and energy to pack up all of your clutter that you don't even want, move it, carry it into a new space, 
and then unpack it. Hey, Amanda. So that is, it's, it's a huge waste of time. Why, why are you bringing stuff that you're not even sure that you want? Why are you buying boxes and physically moving it when you don't even know if you want it? Hey, Lauren, right? It's just a huge waste of time. Declutter before you move. Now I know that a lot of us, I've done it. Okay. We've done it in the past. And I know that a lot of you have done it or are thinking about doing it. Say that I'm just going to pack it all up. And when we get to the new house, I'll unpack it and purge it then. But guess what? I've never seen that happen. I'm at least not in a way that is efficient and at least not in a way that is simple and not in a way that doesn't leave you completely exhausted. Okay. When you get into your new house, you've packed up all of this stuff, an excessive amount of stuff that you don't want, you don't need. You brought it into your house. And the last thing that you want to do in your new home is spend your time sifting and sorting through boxes of stuff. You don't even know what it is. You don't want to deal with it. All you want to do is be in your new house. So I will 100% every single time advocate for instead of packing it up into a box and carrying it into a new house, pack it up into your car and take it to the donation center or take it to the trash before you even bring it into your new space. Okay. A new house, regardless of why you're moving is a chance for new beginnings, a fresh start, a blank canvas. So do everything in your power. Hey, Sarah, do everything in your power to only bring the most important things. Okay. Sarah already knows what I talked about, <laughs> but the next thing that I want to tell you about this moving process is that it's a chance for you to be really bold. Okay. To be really bold, to be really brave. You know that you are working and going to get a chance at a fresh new start and a fresh new space. And I want to let you know that your stuff is just stuff. Okay. It's literally just stuff. Now, when you're in the process of like purging before you're moving your stuff, of course you're freaking out. I did too. I was like, oh my God, like we don't have anything. <laughs> we don't have anything we need or we're not going to have everything we need. We're not going to be able to replace it. But looking back, that's making the bold decision to let go of our stuff in a really big way like that is one of the things that I'm most proud of that I've ever done. Cause I think it's actually really cool. I think it was very brave. I think it was very bold. So use your move or if you're like Aaron and doing like a, just a renovation, use this as your chance to practice your bold skills, your bravery, your like ability to just step outside of the box and do something that most people aren't willing to do. And that is really get rid of a lot of your stuff. Like Danielle did. Danielle just popped on. She just moved. She, she did it. All right, guys. Like she went through stuff. <laughs> I won't share her personal stuff that she threw away, but storage underneath in the basement, like all the stuff she purged it. So did Caitlin. Caitlin is on here too. She's the one that said renting a dumpster was the best thing ever because the truth about it is guys, and I'll get to this in just a second. A lot of your stuff is really pointless stuff that can't be sold and might not be donatable. So renting a dumpster instead of taking a bunch of dump trips sometimes is the best option. Okay. So that's why you should do it before. 
be bold, be brave, do something that you've never done and what's something that most people aren't willing to do. And that is really, truly let go a lot of their stuff before they move to move into a brand new fresh space. Like you will not regret it at all. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys just a brief like kind of guide on how we move when we move. So we have moved, I'm, I, I have to count it out. So in Alaska, we moved from Wasilla to Palmer. That was one move. We downsized our house to about half the square footage. It was like a 2,000 square foot house, 2,000 square foot house. Then we went from Alaska to Florida and then three cities within Florida. And then we went from Florida to Idaho, two cities in Idaho, and now we're in Southern California. So every time we move, with the exception of going from Alaska to Florida, where we brought nothing, we choose the big things first. And we give ourselves a physical boundary because we move our stuff ourselves in the form of a moving truck. <laughs> and our goal every time has been to only bring what fits into the truck. Um, and we always get like the biggest one available to us at the time. During some of our Florida moves, they were smaller. Like I think the smallest we had was like a 24 foot truck, but anyway, not the point. Um, <laughs> but we choose the big things first that we know we're going to need and that we can strategically fit into the space. So that means beds are important, couches. Um, we've always only ever had like one living room space and one couch. So beds, couch, our gym equipment always comes with us. So that's really important to us. And that's where we start because that kind of lays the foundation of the house. Now, some big piece items that we don't, oh, like a kitchen table, we bring a kitchen table with us, but some bigger piece items that we don't always bring with us would be something like a rocking chair. Like if we had, um, when we were in Idaho and we had Kaylee and then we were coming to California, we could have brought our nice rocker glider set, but it wasn't necessary because Kaylee's grown. She's big. So we left that big piece of furniture behind. It could have been easy to been like, oh, you know, maybe we'll use it at some point. Maybe we'll rock somebody. Maybe we'll just want to chill out on it. But no, it wasn't important. We got rid of things like the nightstands um, because they were, they were just not super important. They were really old. They were not exactly our style. They were kind of flimsy and falling apart. Like it wasn't worth it to pack it up in the truck and take up that space. Um, some things like some Ottoman benches, like entryway benches, left those behind. Um, lamps. I know that's another thing. Like those are pretty big. And we, in some houses in Florida, we needed lamps because they were old houses and they didn't have lights in the bedrooms. <laughs> Um, then when we moved to a house that did have lights in the bedrooms, we were like, we don't need the lamps. We have regular light switches, which is amazing. Um, if there was a house when we were first in Florida, we didn't have closets. We only had dressers. Then we moved into a house that had closets. So we got rid of the dressers. Okay. So think about, and maybe you don't know what kind of space you're moving into yet, but think about those things. Like not every piece of furniture needs to come with you and every house is different and has different needs. So choose the base, like the core things that you need. Okay. You don't need an entryway bench or, you know, an ottoman or whatever, but some things you do need beds, couches, tables, 
and then you can kind of fill in the spaces around it. And honestly, that's also kind of the fun part about moving into a new house is that you have a new space and it's totally different. And the things that you had in your old house might not work in your new house. And you can do this on a budget. If you have decluttered, you're going to see some relief in your money. Listen to yesterday's episode and you'll discover that. But then you can kind of have a little bit more fun piecing together your new home slowly. And that's kind of how we do it. Okay. Um, we always keep our, our core things that we need. We bought some like staple furniture pieces that are really nice that will always fit no matter where we go, like a classic kitchen table, classic, you know, style beds, classic style couch that is a sectional, but we've always been able to make it work in the space that we have, which is nice, um, even if we have to get a little bit creative. And then we just get to kind of fill in the gaps as needed. So in this house, my husband really wanted nightstands, so we got some nightstands. Down in the living room, there's these really cute windows for the kids to read on, so we got some little benches for them to read on. But anyway, <laughs> I'm talking way too much, I'm sorry. But the point is that you're going to have to get a little bit brave and bold to be willing to let these things go. Now let's talk about the furniture in your house that's holding a bunch of your pointless stuff. Okay, because my next thing that I want to talk to you about is getting rid of your pointless stuff, but also getting rid of the things in your house that are holding your pointless stuff. All right, so maybe you have a bookshelf full of <laughs> books that nobody ever reads. I have a book episode, go listen to the book episode, and it's full of books. You don't even know what's on there. Old textbooks, ripped up storybooks, blah, 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 books you read once and are never going to read again, but that also holds your family's random junk, their random crafts, their random little balls and, and Lego things and trinkets and whatever. Use this chance before you move to get rid of that stuff. Okay. Because this is what it feels like. Okay. We've moved a lot of times. I just listed out all the places that we've moved over the last six years. <laughs> and this is what it feels like every time we move. Like I go into the bedrooms and I am like trying to decide what to keep and what to not keep. And we end up with these piles of stuff that I feel like I could just scoop it up in my hands and look at it and be like, this stuff is totally pointless. Like what even is this? Like if I looked really closely at it, I could see that it's like a stuffed animal of my daughter's and maybe like a flashlight of my husband's or measuring tape or a drill or I'm, I'm trying to think of any other random things, but you end up with these, the most random pointless stuff when you're moving that gets discovered when you look under the couch and look under the beds and actually get inside of the closets and inside of the drawers and you could look at it and you could be like, okay, like this goes in the, in the kid's toy box and this goes in the husband's whatever, and this goes in my wherever. But that's why you end up packing up a bunch of clutter and moving it to your house and then ending up with a garage full of boxes that you've never opened, right? Because you're just, instead of making a, deci a decision and seeing it for what it is, totally pointless, you're, you're continuing to bring it with you. You're bringing that into your new home. So use this as a chance to get rid of that irrelevant, pointless stuff. Now, you're probably wondering how I'm going to share with you a super awesome tip that will help you with this, and that is to give yourself 
a physical boundary. Okay. We talk about this a lot with like toys, especially, but when you're moving, the same rules apply. So when we move, like I said, we have a moving truck. We know, we know our space. We know what we are allotted to bring. Like we know we put all of the big stuff in there, the most important stuff. And when we move, we have some plastic bins and sorry, she says, I took that personally, but in the best way possible. Sorry. Um, but give yourself a physical boundary. So for example, when we moved from Idaho to California with my kids, they each got a huge, the biggest size of like Rubbermaid or Sterilite, I can't remember the brand, container, and they got to choose what toys they were keeping. Each kid got their own bin. So we brought three bins of toys with us, and they got to pick their favorites of what stayed and what didn't stay, and the rest we let go of, which means that all those random things that they left throughout the house, those McDonald's toys, those like cheap little dollar bin toys, those toys that they outgrew or the toys that they got for Christmas that they have forgotten about or whatever, leave the house. We keep what fits into the bin. And I do the same thing with clothes. Like you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy because I still do this, but when we move, I still make my kids choose the amount of clothes that fits into one suitcase because it worked really well when we moved from Alaska to Florida. It was the perfect amount of clothes. It still is. They're bigger now, so they have a bigger suitcase. But all seasons of clothes, you know, like jackets and whatever, everybody gets one suitcase. With the exception of my husband, who has like a million suits. I should show you guys his closet one day. (laughs) Anyway, um, but what fits into one suitcase, that's what we bring. All right, and they're bedding stays with the bed that we already packed up there. So they are getting to take ownership of what they get to bring with us. They get to pick their favorites and we're not packing up a whole bunch of crap. That's totally pointless. And it makes unpacking super freaking easy. Yeah. They're, um, I don't know. They're like normal size suitcases. They're not like the carry on size. They're like the next size up, but they're also not like gigantic. But not counting James. James has so many clothes. Anyway, um, (laughs) so that's how we do it. It makes unpacking so freaking easy because I do it for every room in the house. I do it for bathrooms. So we get one giant bin for bathroom stuff, including like if we want to bring the shower curtain with us. Usually we don't, guys. Honestly, when we move into a new house, we've been in the old one for a year or two, and it's time to get new shower curtains and rugs. Right. So sometimes we ring them. Sometimes we don't. It just depends on how much space we have and how long we've been there and what the condition of it is. But for like hair tools, I cut my husband's hair, like everything that's in the bathroom, my oils and whatever. One bathroom bin. Then when we get to the new house, guess what? I have one bathroom bin to unpack and it's amazing. And then every kid has one bin of toys to unpack into their new room. And it's amazing and so easy. I think I brought two bins of books because all of our books are important, but still we only have two bins. Go listen to the book episode. Um, I do it with the kitchen. I do usually like two bins of kitchen stuff just because the appliances are pretty big, you know, like a blender and a, and a, whatever else we have can be pretty big. And when you, when you bring dishes, like you have to 
pack them so they don't break. <laughs> um, so that's how we do it. Basically, it's really simple. It it makes it makes packing easy because I'm not packing a bunch of pointless stuff. I can easily sort through it. I can make it make sense. And then unpacking is so easy too. And when we moved from Idaho to California, I told you guys, and you guys didn't believe me that normally we can pack up our entire house in about a day or two. And it takes us about a day to fully and completely unpack, which is amazing, right? Because moving is hard. It's exhausting. You're literally picking up all of your stuff if you do it yourself like we do and moving it a really long way away, up and down a bunch of stairs, putting furniture together and taking it apart and all these things and hanging up the clothes. And I promise you this works. And you're going to be in a new house that's easy to set up without a bunch of clutter. Um, uh, so I think that's it. Let me go through the comments and see what kind of questions you have. Um, pick favorites that only fit on the bin to bring with us to a new house. Yes. Oh, Shaylee said she felt, she felt a personal attack about packing up the small clutter and storing it in the garage and boxes forever. Yeah. We think it's easier. We're like, well, we'll just do it when we get there. But like I said, the last thing you want to do when you're moving and unpacking is go through all of that pointless stuff. Um, Shaylee says it's hard for me because I have some sort of attachment to the toys, even though they aren't mine and I don't play with them. Well, girl, you're in seven days to an uncluttered home. We're, we're going to talk about toys this weekend for part of that course. <laughs> we'll help you get through that. Um, yes, Lori says that's a great idea. Even without moving, only keep what fits in their own bins. Yes, and I talk about that a lot on the other toy podcast episodes about ways to help your kids downsize and simplify. And I think one of the one of the most effective ways that we've done it is by giving them their own physical boundary. Like you get to choose what you keep, but it has to fit, you know, in this space, whether that's a shelf or a closet or a playroom, it doesn't really matter what the size is, as long as it's a space that you as the parent are good with and it makes sense to them. Like they can actually see where the boundary is. Um, <laughs> yes, Shaylee, you are famous. Um, you, especially in this group. Okay. <laughs> um, so those are my moving tips for you guys. I hope it was helpful. I hope it helps you uh, kind of get excited about letting your stuff go instead of being one of the many people who say that I'm going to pack up all this stuff, move it into the new house, and then when I unpack, I'll let it go. Because I don't. I, I can't say for sure, but I'm like 99% of people who say they're going to do that never do. They never do. It sits in the garage or in the storage unit forever, forever, because nobody wants to deal with it, okay? Let your new home be a shiny, fresh new home, not just another place that has the same crap in it that was overwhelming you in the old house, okay? Okay, <laughs> so I'll see you guys all on the next episode. And I hope this was helpful. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, 
I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.